Coming up this week on Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, Autopilot saves an Uber driver from a moron, Model S saves a family from a falling tree, the P90D ludicrous dazzles motor trend, and more. Zoinks! Welcome to Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast. It's episode 14 for November 1st, 2015. My name's Ryan McCaffrey. I appreciate you joining me each and every week, as always. Uh, more and more of you leaving iTunes reviews. I appreciate the, uh, the feedback and support, getting some love uh, on the iTunes charts. It helps people find the show. I do appreciate it. Uh, for once, it actually finally has been kind of a slow news week. Not a dead week. You know, there's still a few things worth talking about, some interesting stuff, but uh, this every week I, every, there's been a time where I thought, oh, it seems like it's going to be pretty slow this week, and then I actually go to put the show together, and it's like, oh no, it turns out there's lots of stuff that happened. But this week, it actually is a bit quiet. Uh, we've got earnings, the earnings call, coming up next week as Tesla will report their earnings for the last quarter. It could be a lot of bad news, potentially, since Tesla has been unable to get more than a handful of Founder Series Model Xs out the door. Obviously, their, their guidance has been to get, you know, a decent chunk of Xs out. And yes, they've still got two months to do it, but uh, so far, so not good in that department. A lot of, a lot of uh, signature holders are getting very, very antsy, and uh, the shareholders probably will be too, because if we've learned anything from monitoring Tesla is that uh, it's very volatile, both for good and bad. It can be, you know, good news and tends to, tends to make the analysts and the Wall Street types flip out in a good way, and uh, bad news or even the perception of bad news tends to send it the other way. So we'll see how that goes. I wanted to kick off the show this week with a call from Dave, over in the UK, who wanted to talk about, uh, he has, he's curious about exactly what Elon Musk's level of involvement is at Tesla. Dave, go ahead. Hi Ryan, it's uh, just Dave over in the UK. Um, I've just started listening recently to your podcast, uh, your Tesla podcast. I've uh, been a kind of long time listener of your work on IGN uh, with Podcast Unlocked, so I thought I'd give you Tesla uh, one a world as well. Um, I mean, I didn't really know too much about Tesla. Um, I think it's a bigger thing in, in America than it is over in the UK, but I think that's building. Um, so yeah, just a quick question. And it was about Elon Musk, really. And I was just wondering if you had any kind of view or insight into how much Elon's actually involved in the in the design process of, of, the, of what Tesla do. Um, you know, from the little I've seen of Elon, he certainly has like a, a bit of a sense of humor and I can see like the insane mode and, and ludicrous mode would have been something that uh, could have been his idea uh, to call it those things. Um, so yeah, I was just wondering if you had an insight into the design process and if Elon is involved in that and how much so, or is it some other you know some other key players in there um it's just you know it just seems to me looking from the outside in that elon's kind of almost character uh is is kind of being put into the car as well um just some thoughts so i you know i'd appreciate your insight in that um you know you're better positioned and might have some some better info on that but um yeah 
keep up the good work uh, like what you're doing and uh, speak to you soon cheers bye thanks for the call Dave I do appreciate it uh, to answer your question even though Elon splits his time between two jobs I mean technically three because he sits on I believe it's sitting it's, he sits on the board at Solar City he doesn't actually have an active hand in running it but uh, between of course Tesla and uh, SpaceX but nevertheless Elon seems to be involved with Tesla on a much deeper, more hands-on level than most CEOs, uh, certainly than virtually all of his fellow automotive company CEOs. If you remember from a few weeks ago, that Vanity Fair panel he did, uh, he was asked how ex specifically how he spends his day. And his answer was probably the most interesting thing that I thought came out of that whole panel. It was a, it was a nice panel to listen to, but th this is the one that jumped out at me. His answer to that question of how he spends his day was very interesting. He said that he spends around something like 80% of his day solving engineering problems, like getting his, like rolling up his sleeves with the product, the intricacies of the product, whether it's uh, and he was referring to Tesla in this case. So Elon is not a guy who is just sitting in an ivory tower signing checks and holding board meetings and thinking about big picture stuff. He's down there in the trenches, if not necessarily literally in Fremont, than mentally. And I think that's a huge part of what has made Tesla Tesla, what has made them successful, what has made them buck the odds, because clearly, you know, again, I my professional admiration for for Elon practically knows no bounds again you know I uh, in my life my father is very much my hero he's the guy that I wish I could be as good as and but in you know as far as sort of quote-unquote celebrities or or uh, you know notable people whether it's politics or corporate America or what have you uh, Elon's really the only guy that I find kind of that I actually legitimately find inspiring, and he is, and, and you know, and so it doesn't surprise me to learn that he really is uh, rolling up his sleeves and solving engineering problems at Tesla. Uh, it's probably a big reason why the S has been so successful. Uh, of course, there's an amazing team at Tesla. I, I don't mean to take away. I don't mean to take away credit from them and give all the credit to Elon, but. Um, the point I would make is that, and again, here we go again, folks. Uh, I'm gonna compare, I'm gonna compare Tesla to DeLorean again, and you'll probably roll your eyes, but hopefully uh, this one will make. I hope they make sense when I do this, because again, there have been strange parallels between the companies. Of course, Tesla has made it much farther than DeLorean ever did, but John DeLorean, if you know from following him, I read all about him. I read his uh, autobiography. Of course, I know the entire history of the DeLorean Motor Company. John DeLorean was a guy who was a brilliant engineer, not unlike Elon. Elon has they share that that uh, talent. But where John DeLorean failed, and the reason DeLorean Motor Company failed, is because John was a much better engineer than he was automotive company executive. He made bad decisions in running the company and could not uh, could not keep the company running. You know, he worked with brilliant people to design the DeLorean, which turned out to be, yes, a flawed car, one that would have very much corrected its flaws had it survived with a bigger engine, better electronics, etc. But, uh, 
you know, DeLorean was on the right path, but his his failings as a as a automotive executive uh, led to the DeLorean Motor Company's downfall. Elon is not only a brilliant engineer, but he is also an equally brilliant executive, and that is what has helped steer Tesla through particularly the, the you know, if many of you may not remember, if you're a Tesla owner, I know we've got a lot of owners listening to this podcast, if you're sort of new to the Tesla universe, you, you may not know that there was a time before the Model S came out, there was a period of time where the contract with Lotus to assemble Roadster gliders had expired, it had run out, the Roadster was out of production, and Tesla was making nothing. So they had no money coming in, uh, other than, well, they had, I guess, suppose that's not quite true. They had a, a, uh, a powertrain uh, licensing agreement with Daimler, but they weren't making anything. They, were, they, were li- they had some licensing money coming in, that was about it. And that was, you know, that was a key period. If Model S would have been significantly delayed the way that the X has been, now I know the X has been delayed because of Elon and company's perfectionism, but that's beside the point. If the S had suffered any great delays, or if it had had any significant flaws when it released the same way, I mean, that's what's, that's a big reason of why the Fisker Karma sunk. It, you know, it came out and it had significant flaws and they were never able to overcome it. Now, you, you could make a number of other arguments for why the Fisker Karma failed. I mean, it was probably overpriced for what you got, but, you know, that's neither here nor there in this case. But, you know, the, the, the Tesla was at one point hanging by a thread, and that's not even, you know, you go back. They were hanging by a thread. Elon's told the story many times about how, uh, as my dog snores in the background, Elon's told the story many times about how there was a Christmas Eve uh, financing round that came through at the very last moment to save Tesla. But I'm talking even just, you know, in more recently than that with the Model S just before it came out. You know, there was a there was that period where Tesla wasn't making any cars and uh, the company very nearly went under. But they they, you know, they put out they basically came up with two outs and the bases loaded, you know, no room for error and hit a grand slam down by three runs to win the game, to use a to use a baseball analogy here during the World Series. Uh, and and that's that's you know I don't think a, a John DeLorean could have done that based on John DeLorean's uh, track record. Boy, Maggie, you just gonna keep snoring? Look at she's dreaming away over there. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, that Dave is. Uh, it, I hope that answers your question, probably more thoroughly and possibly annoyingly than you were hoping for. But Elon is very much heavily involved in the day-to-day engineering of what happens at Tesla. And as a as someone, you know, I've heard from a lot of listeners to, who have very kindly given this podcast a try, and a lot of them are in the same boat as I am, where we are, we make Model 3 money. <laughs> we don't make Model S or Model X money. Uh, God bless those of you who do, and I, I uh, hope you are very much enjoying your cars, as I trust you are. But there are a lot of us out here who are making Model 3 money and are, and are psyched for that car, uh, and and it's it's very it gives me a lot of confidence to know that this Model Three that I've literally been waiting years for already and still don't even know what it looks like 
is going to be a great car because Elon is not just this figurehead at the top of the company, that he is down there, he is involved with the design, he's involved with the engineering, he's involved with solving problems, he's involved with helping to make the impossible happen, which, uh, which you know, Tesla has already done with the Model S. Uh, at least now, you know, with the Model 3 coming, we don't have to worry about Tesla, any, any one wrong move potentially dooming the company anymore. I mean, for the, that was very much the case. You know, it was, it was, uh, there was no margin for error in the early Model S days. And, you know, of course they had all these forces trying to destroy them, uh, either overtly or, or covertly. Uh, but we're so far past that now where, Tesla will succeed or fail on its own merits now, and that's fantastic. And Elon is a big reason why. So, Dave, thank you for that call. And if you've got a question, a comment about something you heard on the podcast, a discussion topic for me for a future show, give me a ring. Call me up anytime, toll-free. The number is 1-888-989-TSLA, which is 8752. You can also Skype to that number or Skype to the username LifeOnRecord2, all one word. And I remind you that if you know someone special with an upcoming birthday, anniversary, graduation, or some other special occasion, you can give them a unique gift of recorded voices from friends and family telling them why they are special. The recordings can be podcasted, which is what I do with them here, or put into a keepsake. You can visit LifeOnRecord.com. To learn more, and I'll be right back, and we'll get to this week's Tesla news, which is pretty much almost entirely about safety and how safe and fantastic the Model S has been. All right, the news in Tesla this week. Mostly regarding safety, a few interesting items regarding the car's, uh, the Model S's safety mechanics and how good it is. First up, a tree fell on a Model S uh, and then the mother and child inside the car were uninjured. You have got to see the pictures of this. Uh, if you, it's on the Tesla Motors Club forum, the easiest way to find it. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, it's also, you can, it links off of uh, Elon's Twitter. He retweeted Bonnie from the TMC forums. The pictures are insane. They were driving their uh, Model S on the edge of a road along a cliff above a lake when they were hit by a landslide and a, a massive tree, I'm talking like a big oak-looking tree, landed on top of the car like lengthwise. Like, the, the, the tree and the car were parallel. The entire front and right rear of the car is completely smushed. Uh, and yet, the occupants were unharmed. I have to imagine that more, that in a hundred scenarios with, with any, non, any non-Tesla car, more often than not in those hundred times, this would have become a story about how a mother and her child were killed when a landslide caused a tree to fall on their car. But not with the, the Tesla. I mean, the, the, the car is, is almost a pancake. I mean, it is in the front and it is in the back, but the roof held. I mean, if you remember back when the Model S was being 
uh, crash tested, it broke the crusher machine it, it, because it's too good. It was too good for the crusher machine. And the car is clearly very strong, very resistant, uh, and it saved these two people's lives. And, and I'll tell you what this sort of gets me thinking about. It's that whenever Tesla does decide to start advertising, and I think I talked last, might have even been last week about how that day will come. Probably not until the Model 3, until they've fully ramped up. It may, it may not even be for a couple years into the Model 3, because uh, odds are they're going to have a hell of a backlog uh, demand for quite some time before they even really need to start reaching out and reaching that mass audience that still doesn't know what Tesla is. But uh, when that day comes where Tesla decides to start advertising, they, can, they could start with safety. The, the fact that the car is electric is like bullet point number two and all the benefits that electric brings. I mean, technically, the safety is one of the benefits of being electric with the, you know, the front crumple zones and, uh, you know, lack of flu combustible fluids. But, yeah, I mean, as long as Tesla is selling family vehicles, a Model S sedan, a Model X crossover, a Model 3 sedan, a Model Y smaller crossover, you know, they can absolutely start their conversation with the mass market uh, of, I was going to say America, but the whole world, uh, they can start that conversation with safety. And by then, uh, it is going to have, the company itself, between S and X, is going to have one hell of a track record. Uh, and I mean that in the very best of ways, with, with, uh, with safety when it comes to, with the S and with the X. Because we've already seen, there have been plenty of examples. I mean, the, the Tesla Motors Club Forum has been a, a great resource uh, every day for many reasons. But one of them is people post, will post stories like this a lot of, you know, from some local paper here or there. Uh, the, I think the number of fatalities in an S is, should still be single digits, I think. And, that, and those were, like, ridiculously extreme circumstances. One of them was a guy literally driving his car off of a cliff. And the S can't save you from that. Uh, another time, I believe the first one was when a, the guy who stole a car from a Southern California Tesla uh, store lot stole the key, got the key, stole the car, I uh, believe, I think he was drunk, but I don't remember exactly, and he managed to, it was, you know, high speed, he wrapped the car around a pole, the car split in half, uh, like a horizontally, so like right in the middle of the car, so you had a front half and a back half, and the one half was like wedged in, in between a church and whatever, the building next to it, and the guy, like, they, they, he was alive for a while, ended up dying, but, I mean, the, the number of fatalities in an S is, is so low, and, and by now, you know, there are millions of miles on these cars, uh, so anyway, it's just it's great to see the Model S continue to uh, save people's lives, uh, and and I, yeah, I really think that the Tesla, the, the marketing folks at Tesla, when the time comes, they can start that conversation with that mass audience. They could start it with uh, with safety, and then go, oh, by the way, it's actually electric, which is also this benefit and this benefit and that one. Another person who uh, 
probably didn't have their life saved, but had their car saved and had their uh, spared themselves injuries and a really bad day, as my dog starts drinking water behind me, uh, an Uber driver reported he actually had a dash cam in his Model S, posted it online, the, the uh, car's... Uh, he, I mean, he meant, they mentioned autopilot, but it was more the the sort of auto braking, emergency response braking with the car. But he had autopilot on. And he posts and the tra so he's driving two lanes each way. He's in the left lane. Traffic's backed up in the right lane, so he's proceeding with autopilot on. And uh, there's a guy coming the in the opposite direction. Uh, so the, his, his left lane is moving, the right lane is stopped, and then you got a guy coming the other way, think, apparently decides to think to, to assume that, oh, well, the, the left lane moving traffic's just going to go ahead and stop for me, and he just turns right in front of the Model S, but the car's uh, automatic systems stopped the car in time and saved the car and saved potential injury and definitely saved, obviously, damage to the car. Uh, so yeah, it was just a great example of the, the automatic safety systems took over and stopped the car in time, uh, reacting, they simply, the car reacted more quickly than a human being probably could have. So, uh, great job again by Tesla and the Model S there. But the car wasn't done. <laughs> the Model S wasn't done being a hero, uh, in the paper. Maybe the S stands for Superman. It was everywhere. It was saving people everywhere. Uh, uh, a notable, a celebrity Model S owner, Jeffrey Katzenberg, he's the CEO of DreamWorks Pictures. He, uh, Katzenberg took to Twitter to thank Elon Musk. He credited his Model S with saving his life after another vehicle slammed into his in a Beverly Hills intersection. He tweeted, Thank you, Elon Musk. You saved my life. The accident totaled Mr. Katzenberg's white Tesla, uh, and it must have been a real bad act, because we generally, the S has been so good that even, like, significant injuries have been rare. Most people that are getting in accidents in Model S's are walking away, but uh, Katzenberg did have a badly broken arm and a crushed wrist that required surgery and several days treatment at Cedar sinai Medical Center, according to The Hollywood Reporter, who, uh, who reported this story. Elon uh, pseudo-replied, didn't directly reply, but Elon took to Twitter, uh, deferring credit to the Model S team at Tesla, saying, Compliment from Jeffrey is much appreciated, but the people of Tesla deserve all the credit. So, yeah, you gotta figure if... If uh, Katzenberg's arm was broken and wrist was crushed in his S, uh, first of all, the other car must have been going very fast. He may have been doing, who knows? There, there are no details of the accident yet as of, as of the time I recorded, but he may have been going through the intersection at, you know, what, 40 plus. And he sounds like he just got, must have got whacked at high speed. Uh, but yeah, glad to hear that he's doing well, and uh, and uh, sounds like Jeffrey Katzenberg will probably be a Tesla customer for life. So there you go, three examples this week, all three stories hitting the news of the Tesla protecting its occupants in a 
in a just profoundly fantastic way that's that's uh, above and beyond the industry standard and what really what should be the industry standard and well and it now is thanks to Tesla so uh, good job Tesla team good job Model S team and in a bit more fun to, to close out with a bit more of a fun topic this week Motor Trend got their hands on a P90D with ludicrous mode they took it to the track. They had a little fun with it. They ran it through their figure eight, their their sort of proprietary uh, bespoke figure eight course. Uh, they had some fun with their ludicrous mode P90D, and they were very pleased with it. They got a 2.6 second, zero to 60 time, which I presume is with a rollout. They actually don't specify specifically in the piece, but I figured it's gotta be. The car's rated at 2.8. It pulled 1.1 Gs off the line. <laughs> that It tailed off quickly after it set up to 14 miles an hour, but over 1 G-force off, like right off the line. I mean, I, again, I've been in a P85D with insane mode, and that feels so good. It is such a, it is such a just a, it's just an endorphin rush to the brain and actually pretty much to all of your cells simultaneously. I can't even imagine the extra punch that Ludicrous Mode uh, packs. They ran the quarter mile in 10.9 seconds, hitting just north of 122 miles per hour in the process. They hit 100 miles an hour in under seven seconds, and they noted that of all the cars they've ever tested, ever, only a Porsche 918 Spider and the Ferrari La Ferrari have been quicker to 60 miles an hour than the 2.6 seconds they got out of the ludicrous mode P90D. Now think about that for a second. Two cars in the history of a long-running publications uh, testing have ever beat the Model S. And <laughs> the other two cars are pure sports cars built for one purpose, and that's to carry one, perhaps two people, and none of their stuff ever at high speed. And of course, those are beautiful cars. They're phenomenal cars. They're designed to do one thing, and they do it very well. They're getting uh, almost equaled by a nearly 5,000-pound, seven five five adult seating sedan that can also throw two extra kids in the back to make it seven human beings and a ton of stuff <laughs> in, the, in the frunk a little more in the i mean it's it's in it's nuts it's just again you have to remind yourself what tesla is doing and i just love it i i brings a smile to my face um if yeah i i would i would uh I would probably give. I'd consider giving one of my like toe, little toes I don't need, like maybe that like you know that second one from the from the from the second one in for a P85D, P90D with Ludicrous. No, um, but yeah, great stuff. Good to see some good press out there from Motor Trend. Well earned by the car. You know, no, there were no seemingly no tricks or shenanigans here. So. Uh, good stuff. Uh, another another awesome test. Another awesome uh, write-up for, for Tesla to hang their hat on. Good stuff there. And again, 
when I see stuff like this, it only gets me more fired up for, for Model 3. I mean, you know there's going to be a performance mode. You know, some people out there think it's going to be, it's not going to perform as well as the Model S's performance models. But, uh, hey, BMW, the, the, three, the M3 is the best performer. It outperforms the M5 or the 7 Series. You know, there's, there's nothing stopping Elon Again, and we've because we've seen what he's capable of. He's not a guy to sit back and go, yeah, let's just dial back the, uh, let's just dial back the Model 3's performance edition because I'd rather I want to keep the Model S the the top performer. That's not the kind of guy Elon Musk is. Elon Musk is a guy that's going to put his foot to the floor. He's going to put yeah, he's going to going to hit the accelerator, uh, and he's I I just really think that. <laughs> the Model 3 Ultra, whatever the Ultra Performance Edition is, could end up being just a a rocket ship, which would only be fitting given given Elon's other business interests. So, good stuff from Tesla, both on the performance front and on the safety front. And I'll be right back right after this. Time to hit the road, but before I do, I uh, kindly remind you to follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. And if it won't fit in 140 characters, you can always email me, teslapodcast at gmail.com. If you're a video game player, check me out at my day job at IGN.com. I also host and among many things over at IGN. I've got uh, an Xbox podcast I do every week called Podcast Unlocked. You can look that up on iTunes or YouTube or IGN, as well as a... Uh, Fairly newish show I just started. It is a, it is a long form interview show. Think sort of Charlie Rose style with with prominent video game industry folks. It's called IGN Unfiltered. Same thing. You can find it on IGN YouTube or on iTunes. So would love it if you check that out. I'd really love if you check out NerdStyles.com. That is my uh, t-shirt website. I've got some video game and geek inspired t-shirt designs up there, which you can buy. They're for, uh, they're, uh, make a great gift. It's coming up on that time of year already. And a coffee mug too, if you're a coffee drinker. Be sure to check that out. I would love you for it. And be sure to subscribe to Dave T's weekly Tesla newsletter, which you can do so free of charge at teslaweekly.com. I want to thank everybody for listening. I continue to have an absolute blast doing this. Each and every week seems to bring some new fun thing to talk about in the world of Tesla. This was episode 14 for November 1st, 2015. Again, my name is Ryan McCaffrey. Thanks so much for joining me, and I'll see you back here for episode 15, same time next week.